Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the worship books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. We remember that God has a purpose for us in our work, to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 71, verses 15 to 21. My mouth will tell of your righteous deeds, of your saving acts all day long, though I know not how to relate them all. I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, Sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Since my youth, God, you have taught me, and to this day I declare your marvellous deeds. Even when I am old and grey, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens, you who have done great things. Who is like you, God? Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honour and comfort me once more. Our Bible reading for today is from Proverbs chapter 11 which is almost completely about righteous living and righteous choices. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless makes their paths straight, but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. 
The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. Hope placed in mortals dies with them as the promise of their power comes to nothing. The righteous person is rescued from trouble and it falls on the wicked instead. With their mouths, the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Amy Sherman, who's Senior Fellow at the Sagamore Institute for Policy Research, has written a wonderful book, Kingdom Calling where she explores what it means to be the sadakim, the righteous ones, who recognise that their work is a gift from God to be used for his purposes. She looks at some different dimensions of righteous working. First of all, up, Godward. It involves seeking to work for God's glory, not self-fulfilment, and valuing everyday workers participating in the new creation. Inward is personal. It involves being holy, generous and proactive in responding to others' needs in the workplace. And outward, towards others, includes a focus on social justice by promoting just relations with customers and suppliers, shareholders and improving conditions for all workers. There are times and places in our working when it's important for the righteous to make a stand. I can think of a checkout operator being asked by a friend to sneak a couple of items through, or the mechanic who asks for half the payment in cash and invoices the rest, or the salesperson who is tempted to over-promise and under-deliver to get the deal and their commission. But our Proverbs 11 reading is almost completely about living righteously, working righteously, and making good choices. And so it says things like, don't use dishonest scales or otherwise cheat others at work. Be humble and you will be wise. Have integrity in your working. Honour righteousness above gaining wealth. Walk straight paths in your working. Beware being led astray by what you desire. Place your hope in God rather than humans. Always respect your co-workers and build them up. Make sure you are paid according to the work you have done and be generous with what you earn. You see, the implications of living as the sadakim are significant in three areas. Firstly, our relationship with God is enhanced as we experience what it means to serve God in revealing the kingdom. Secondly, our involvement in church is enhanced 
as church becomes the place where we're informed and nurtured and inspired to live out God's righteousness in the workplace. And finally, our workplaces also benefit because ultimately righteous work is the best kind of work. It's solid, it's thoughtful, it's above reproach and it has in it the seeds of flourishing. So here's the challenge. Be God's righteous one. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. Be God's righteous one. How were you challenged by some of those examples of righteous and unrighteous working? In what ways are you tempted to be unrighteous at work? Leave a space for you to consider that now. take a moment to consider the idea of different dimensions of righteous. Thinking of the upward dimension, do you have a right relationship with God? Turning to the inward dimension, do you work with integrity and seek to serve others at work? And finally, with the outward dimension, do you focus on acts of justice in your workplace? Take this moment to talk to God about it. Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead? And particularly the ways you can be one of God's righteous ones in your workplace. you for the example of your righteousness that challenges and inspires us to be your tzaddikim, your righteous people. Help us to discern ways in which we can live and work righteously. 
Help us to be aware of the consequences of our working on others. Help us to seek to serve you in everything we do and to serve others in compassion. Continue to enable us to grow in righteousness in every dimension of our lives, in every area of our working. Amen. What if you know that a crown is actually an ancient symbol of righteousness? Why don't you use this symbol to remind yourself to do the right things when you're at work? Draw a crown on a sticky note and put it on your computer. Or get a kid's toy crown and put it on your desk. That's certain to attract a fair amount of attention. (laughs) Or wear a hat and imagine that that is a crown. The crown will remind you that you are one of God's sadakim, establishing his righteousness in your workplace. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that we should be God's righteous one. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. For listening to worship on the way to work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, you can join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Kara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May he guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, be God's righteous one.